welcome to the front porch. This is Lewis Love, and man, it's cold on this front porch. You know, oh, it's cold. I... It's cold. <laughs> you see, my guest, he's already commenting because he's down there just relaxing and relaxing uh, down there in hot Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. well, it's cold for us, though. You know, it's like, hey, it's probably like 40, 40 something degrees see? outside. You see? See, he says that's cold. I was freezing. <laughs> Got the thermostat now is turned at least oh my goodness yeah. oh my goodness oh wow with the space heaters on oh space heaters too oh my goodness see some of y'all already recognize that voice somebody you are <laughs> some of you already know that my guest today we call him john o yeah. but it's john on yeah and um some of you already know while i got him on why i have him on today too mm -hmm. and i am i am thrilled uh, to have this brother on with me today. We're going to talk about his new book. It, it just hit It just hit a couple of weeks ago, right, John? Yeah, last week. Last week, man. Yep, we, yep. we go on finding purpose in all of life's sorrows and joys. And, yeah. uh, and I, you know, I'm just going to be very, very biased. It's going to be one, <laughs> probably one of the most biased interviews I've ever Here done. Here we go. Yeah, man, because right. I read the book, and I, I'm just tripping. It, right. it is. It's good. But before before. Hold on, Doc. Before we yeah. I have to ask you a couple of other questions. I got nothing to do right. what we what we on here for. All right. Come on. Come on. We just we just we just digging into your wisdom right now. Right. Your overall wisdom right now. man. There we go. So. So. So here you go. Here you go. Okay. Your top two musical groups, be they solo or group. Top two. Top two musical groups or, or musical performers, performing artists. Mm -hmm. It might be a solo act. It might be a duet. It might be a group. Whatever. Top two. Okay. Your favorite. The, all favorite. time. All time. Favorite all time. Okay. It would have to be. So I grew up. I was born in 84. I grew up in the 90s, right? Yeah, yeah. 80, 80, 80s and 90s. And so I'm biased. I think that 90s <laughs> R&B uh, was the golden age of music, right? So... Um, <laughs> My favorite group, right? Group, Drew uh -huh. Hill, man. Drew Hill. Drew Hill. Everybody that knows me knows that I love Drew Hill. And I've uh, heard you say that. I've seen you say that. You Twitter and other places, time just, and time again. I love Drew Hill. Um, and in terms of, uh, let me see. Yeah. Uh, so many good ones from the from the from the nineties, right? This is hard right. to choose. <laughs> I know it is. Top two. Uh, but but hold, I'm not really agreeing with you about I'm just saying that because I'm from the seventies. And you oh, know how we gotcha. felt about R and B in the seventies, right? Yeah, but gotcha. but yeah. but for you, there's so many choices, right? Yeah. Take your time, yeah. Doc. Take your time. Yeah, that's gotta be uh Drew Hill. So I'm trying to think of music that I listen to and uh, my daughter listen to as well so my daughter loves <laughs> michael jackson we love oh my goodness michael jackson andrew so my daughter has the most interesting taste in music so <laughs> all right apple music right now what they do is they give you like uh the most played songs that you've played in like 2020 oh, really? like you can go back and scroll through and since 2015 they've done it my daughter's four years old and she loves to listen to the same songs over and over and over again. So I think like 2021 on my wife's, it's stuff from, and it's it's all her. Doc right? McStuffins, um, all the way to uh, <laughs> Betty Wright. Right? So my daughter Betty loves, Wright. Oh, my goodness. My daughter <laughs> loves Betty Wright. Oh, my uh, goodness. Michael Jackson. Um, yeah, Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Moana. So my daughter has the most eclectic taste oh my goodness. in music. So I love it. <laughs> <laughs> now, how old is she, John? She's four. She's four. Oh my goodness. She's, She's loving now. it already. She is, bro. Uh, she's, yeah. Play me Betty Wright. Dad, <laughs> play that song by. <laughs> Play that song by Betty Wright. Betty Wright. Yeah. But she went way back with Betty Wright, man. Oh, yeah. No Pain, No Gain. Oh, my goodness. That is hers. That's her, that's her cut, huh? That is. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Hilarious, yeah, man. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> She's the first four-year-old that oh, I my. know that's, yep. that, that digs some Betty Wright, man. 
<laughs> most folk have no idea who she is. <laughs> oh, no. She knows. She got the most interesting taste in music. Goodness. Good. We, we learn, learn a whole lot, man. Right. We learn a whole lot from her as time goes on. Okay, man, look. Your favorite all-time movie. I've, I think I know this, but let me see. I think you've said it somewhere. So it's hard for me to do favorite all-time because I'm so indecisive. I've got... Okay. I've got top five, right? Okay, so okay, got, we, we could we could do yeah. that. We could do okay. that. We could do that. Um, and they are right. So, hear this. I've got to throw out disclaimers, right? So okay, they are go. not <laughs> the like. It's not the like best movies of all time. It is no, no. These are my. These are yours, games. right? There are better ones out there, but. I enjoy this. All right. So. Yeah, you're not Cisco and Ebert. You just digging no, some movies, yeah, right? You just digging. Just, okay. When I'm yeah. at home, I'd love to watch these. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, one of them is Goodwill Hunting. Oh, uh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh Matt yeah. Damon, Ben Affleck, fantastic. Mm -hmm. I can recite right that whole uh, movie. So, um, right, Mission Impossible One. I love okay. spy movies. So any spy movies where people have to figure figure things out. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Antoine Fisher is there in my top five. Oh, wow, it's an man. emotional movie. Yeah. Adoption is all in it. I love that movie. Um The Dark Knight. Uh yeah. so yeah, the Christopher Nolan Batman. I thought, yeah, Joker. I think he's the greatest on-screen okay. villain, so I loved the performance. I'll have uh, to have Jeremiah debate that with you. Uh, right. Yeah, that, yep. okay, because he's, he's schooled in that, so. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and just in terms of, like, story, plot twists, and all mm -hmm. that, uh, the usual suspects, Kevin Spacey, uh, he's in that one, and I feel like it it is, in terms of movie endings and plot twists, I don't think I've seen a better like unexpected mm. twist there at the end so those are yeah my five when they come to my those are five that i can watch and rewatch and rewatch. yeah I, I i didn't i don't i don't see the need for the disclaimer man you name some, right. some you name some top ones bro okay. you hey, know nobody, you, nobody's gonna fight with you about that right. different but they ain't gonna fight surprised. with you you would be surprised this is what me and my boys do we constantly go is that right so i feel like i have to create an apologetic for all the yeah joints that i well, your your boys, they'll hear this and they and they right. and they and they'll know that you you're not moving. You're not moving. They're, right. they're not moving you. <laughs> I'm not budging. Okay, man. Yeah. This is this might be a little more controversial. Okay. So, who you got this year at NFL? Okay, so so I want you to hear this and I don't want you to uh, judge me. I ain't going to judge you, bro. I ain't going to judge you. I don't really watch football like that. See, John, and I, I was going to say yeah. I was going to say this. When yeah. you said, don't judge me, I was going to say, I can't because I really don't watch football like that. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> so this, was just a, this was just a question, you yeah. know, for other folks to be who would, who would want to know, who's John thinking about this year for the NFL? I don't watch it that much either. Man. I don't watch. I don't. Like, I grew up in Houston, and so I was an <laughs> Oilers fan when I was young, and then they moved. And Warren, you were a Warren Moon fan? Warren Moon. Yeah, man. And the Texans came, and I never really got into them. And so I just really didn't pay attention to it at all. And then I had a cousin who went to Ohio State, and then he played okay. for the Raiders for five years. So I'm like, the Raiders are my team. And then he retired. And that was I, it. Yeah. In, in the past decade, I, I might have watched six uh, complete football games you've watched so. more than me okay right, and i can right. add another i can add an additional half a decade to that the last it. 15 years yeah i'm trying to remember how many uh and that's including the nfl and college right i i i, I combined yeah you know and you know and you I, I see we're kind of alike john i didn't know that when it comes to this because I, I follow a team or know about a team because either a player on that team or a coach. Like, right. you know, I dropped when, when Notre Dame, and I'm from South Bend. Right. Right. And they picked yeah. up Ty Willingham. You know, yeah. I, I became a Notre Dame fan. I didn't watch him, but I became a Notre Dame fan. Right. So when they dropped Ty Willingham, right. then I don't know who, I, I don't even know who the next guy was. I just know he was, 
I can't think of his name. He just right. left, I think, right? So I got another brother, right? Uh, yeah. So like I said, I don't know anything about football. Yeah. So they got another brother, and neither do I. I saw they got another brother. Who I think he was a defensive coach. Yeah. And uh, and now he's a head coach. So I'll know a few things about them, but that's the way it is with me. And uh, when it comes to to, to football and um, yeah, college and otherwise. So you have no college team either that you're thinking about. Uh, no, Baylor. It's my alma mater. That's your boy. That's your team, right? And we were terrible in football back when I was in school. I mean, t- terrible. <laughs> Horrible. Um, and now it's like, oh, they're in the top ten each year, playoffs each year. So that's I, a, yeah, I so rock with them. You hang with them, okay? That's yeah. and that's cool. All yes. right, let me go. Let me go. Look, one, one more thing, then. Okay, NBA basketball. All right, now here we go. Talking. Now we now we talking. <laughs> Assuming health, right? And so okay. that's the, the main thing. Assuming health, that the team is fully healthy. You know, even with even with uh, Kyrie needs to get the vaccine, but if Kyrie gets the vaccine, then I think <laughs> that, they are, that they get there, right? And so not to offend anybody, but it's like if so I wouldn't be mad if somebody on their team you know, just gave him one jab of the Johnson and Johnson <laughs> in his sleep. Uh, unbeknownst to him, right? Just like, he got it. Kyrie, sorry, but we really need you. I think that the Brooklyn Nets, I think that the Brooklyn Nets could win it. It's like, I was having this dream, man. And, you know, I was, I felt like something pricked me in the arm or my, or my thigh. And I don't know. That's it. That's oh, Kyrie, it. man, you was just dreaming. That's it. So, I mean, all these guys are very polite and nice like now nah, we're gonna let folks do what they want to do and so yeah i'm not so, saying that i would do do that to him but i'm not saying that i wouldn't do it you said yeah either. yeah right. yeah 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 just just man just get back on the court by any I means do. necessary get back on the court right so good yeah so, it's crazy isn't it? so the brooklyn nets yeah okay brooklyn nets well i said i wasn't that wasn't too controversial i don't think right other than other than you kind of slipping in a a little promotion of somebody giving Kyrie the, the jab on the sly. <laughs> and the Johnson and Johnson just the one Johnson, shot. It's one time. Just one, just time. one time. We're worried about the booster after the season, That's right? We'll work that out later, Kyle. <laughs> Hilarious, man. Yeah, man. Okay, this is my last one. I'm going to get to this book. Okay. So you like jazz? Uh, yes, but I am a novice when it comes to uh the the like depths of it okay so, so you, contem- yeah. contemporary or classic see novice not jazz i like jazz okay so like that question is like when we were getting married and we we're gonna come back you know chandra's like yo like flowers like what what kind of flowers <laughs> do you want at at the wedding right to which I'm like, there's more than one kind, right? So it's like, so from it, yeah, yeah, from, yeah, just get the, get the joints with the pedals. It's real nice, right? So with, yeah, jazz, it's a, uh, all right, I, yeah, I don't know the distinction. So okay, I okay. like with the joints with pianos and trumpets and stuff like that so well that sounds kind of classic when okay. you mentioned piano and trumpets that sounds kind of because typically if you had said sax yeah. it'd have been hard to tell whether you were for me it would have i'm not a, i'm not an aficionado however you say it i'm not that either but typically there's a, a lot of contemporary jazz is with uh a sax okay uh, so you know. all right so and, Typically, there, now there's, of course, there's old, there's like, you know, you, you've got Coltrane, so you have classic jazz artists, but you said trumpet and, and the piano. Yeah, man, that's. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so where do um, Sonny Stitt and Barry Harris fall? Where I don't know that? those names. I, I, okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know those. I'm, I tell you, I'm not, a, I just have guys that I like. Got I like it. Oscar right. Peterson, yeah. who was is, who is a um, protege of Art Tatum. Right. So I like I like so I like the piano. Right. Right. And um, and I like the guitar. So I'm Wes Montgomery. He's yeah. an, um, you know, and uh, so. Um, yeah. OK. So I would. Yeah. I, I, I fall into a very small right. and I'm very narrow. 
And yeah. but I know I so I, and I could flow over to contemporary stuff, yeah. you know, with um, not Kenny G, yeah. you know, but um, <clears throat> contemporary guys. I could probably fall in some of that. But, you know, uh, I just thought I'd ask because, you know, I got this ongoing debate with other cats out here about mm-hmm. him, namely Keith, Keith Plummer. Okay. Yeah. And so I was just trying to see if we could hem Keith up a little bit, but we can't because you're neutral. Yeah. So we'll get you next time, Keith. We'll get you next time. <laughs> John, I didn't have you on talk about all that stuff, but boy, it's hey, good. Man, it's all good. Yeah, it's good, man. It's good. Folks need to know that you're a real dude, man. Especially when they read this book, they're like, man, is this guy a robot? Is it, I mean, what is, what is the deal? Let me just say, I said it earlier, I'll say it again. I um, thoroughly enjoyed the book. Thank you, and folks, so you know that going in that I'm just 100% biased. I, <clears throat> I'm not. I, I like to read, mm-hmm. but there's cats that read way more than I do. Yeah. And there's cats. Oh, cats. To be told me that word cats is I'm aging myself. No, no, no. I, I don't just, think so. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, that, I don't think so. You remember he said that to me. So I yeah. aged myself. So we good. So there's cats that read way more than I do. Right, right. And right. some cats that read way less than I do. Right. I love to read. Yeah. I will say this. Uh, I think I read enough. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I, I, it's been a, that's been a, your book, John, was probably, is probably the best book I've read by a Christian author in a long time. Man. In I a long time. Praise. Yeah. A long yeah, time. Thank you, man. Yeah. And, and I've read some good, I've read some good authors. Yeah. And I, I've had, I'm having a hard time even, <clears throat> and I have to ask you this, you know, what, what category, I mean, because the book fits so many categories yeah. of, of yeah. did you did you do that on purpose yeah, or it just yeah. came out like that no 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 so so i did it on purpose in that like uh so yo yo it's the same thing right when you ask me like yo what's your favorite movie your favorite mm-hmm. song it's a i'm so indecisive that it's like i just kind of i like them all right so mm-hmm. it's so it was like oh no i like like and trip was the one that got me on it uh memoir as a genre yeah Um, yeah and like he got me on it and now it's like yo that's one of my favorite genres to read memoir and so i wanted it to feel kind of memoirish right as i talk about you know me processing the grief of the brother that i lost and kind of that and but then i also I'm a preacher, so there are parts where it's like, nah, you know, I want to get help folks get this, this truth. I love illustrations. I love humor, um, all of that. Like, so I love theology, and so I, I was just trying to mix them all up and mix them all up in such a way where, and kind of as I thought through, it's a. I went to school with a bunch of people. So I think of like high school, people that I went to school with. And there were certain periods in my high school journey where if you were to tell cats, you know, yo, 20 years from now, you know John's going to be a pastor, <laughs> they'd be like, John who, right? <laughs> right, right. Not, not John Oh, right? And so it was like, I really wanted to write a book that, um, yeah, like people that I've, like I really wanted to write a book that my closest friends and people that I grew up with could read and for them to say, this is accessible, I love it, it's a page turner, I can engage with it. And, and, and so they were the people that I had in mind, right? And that's why, you know, the chapters are short, the, you know, the theological content is all there, but this sure. was not a book <clears throat> written for, yeah, people that are going to argue in the comment section on yeah theological block it's sure. it's it's just not for them yeah and you know and, and it's and it's good i think um and i love books like that right but i think john um you know having been on this pilgrimage a long time mm. I, I think that um the the kind of book that that you wrote mm. uh could possibly in, in many ways be way more helpful Right. Uh, than a critical commentary. Right. Now, I say that because um, your book is 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 alive. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, um, 
you know, you're dealing with real life issues yeah. um, that people uh, either can uh, relate to or face, right. that, or that they face yeah. in their lives. And so, and then you have, you have this, you're, you're basing it in the book of Ecclesiastes, yeah. which is one of those books like, what in the world, right? <laughs> <laughs> what was he on right right, so, right and you're like well he was on this this is what yeah. he's on yeah. you know he's on what we're on right right and so you take this really obscure book yeah you know i think <laughs> only other book especially old testament that's more obscure than ecclesiastes is probably song of songs right 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 <laughs> right right and so yeah. you take this and you say well see this is how this guy is this is what he's talking about and this is how right. he's dealing with this stuff and very yeah. much Pretty much the same way that you deal with stuff, right? And so, <clears throat> I think in, I think in, in many ways it's 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 more helpful to preachers, right? Because you know, man, you know, come on, you've been preaching a long time, yeah. so you know you get into them, get into that stuff, man. You get to look at the text, you know. And of course, we've been uh, a lot of us have been trained, you know, the expositional preachers, right? And so we'll we'll run to one of the letters, yeah. right? And we get our three points, and you know, we'll we'll do some exegesis, <laughs> right? And it's like it's tapping nobody. Right. O yeah. Only groove that's happened is the groove in our preparation, <laughs> in right. our studies. Right, right, right. But when we, and you know, but we're, we're not mishandling the text. Right. But it's not touch. It's not tapping anyone. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, Paul is lost someplace. You know, <laughs> Peter is someplace. Right. You know, and uh, they talk to people that, unlike us. Jesus, right. I don't know where Jesus is. Right. 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 Because he's not dealing with real people. He's not even a real person. Right. About time we get finished sometimes. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> we go on, it's like, yeah, we do. Yeah. We, 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 yeah. we all in this. <laughs> right. And so I, I think the difference, the mixture of the different types of um, books, mm -hmm. I think that was done beautifully. Folks, uh -huh. it, I'm telling you people, it was done beautifully, uh, which is probably you, why it was, uh, had such a huge impact. And uh, yes, it's a, it's a page turner. Now let now let me ask you this, John. Okay, so we know who you were writing to. You, I was going to be one of my questions, by the way. So yeah. you're anticipating me a little bit here. Yeah. Why? Why? Why did you? Now I know you disclose some of that in the book. <clears throat> yeah. Why? Why did you write? Why we go on? And then I'm going to ask you as a follow up. Why at this time? Yeah. So, um, you know. It's funny because this is, it's funny how books go out and the providence of the Lord and when and when they come out. So, um, so in the book, you know, I talked through Ecclesiastes has just been a book that's right. Touched me. Right. Mm. It was, um, my brother died in 2015 and in January, 2016. And I mean, it's in the intro this is in the free pages on amazon.com so you don't even have to buy the book to get this i come back but buy it folks yeah. buy it folks okay i come back from doing a chapel at texas a m um for the men's basketball team and i come back to the nike store in atlanta lennox mall to return some harachis some shoes and i'm waiting on a parking spot man and uh one comes up and this car like zooms in and it's like three girls and i'm like yo 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 i was waiting on that spot and they say oh all right we're just gonna turn around and come out well time goes on and they don't so i like pull up and they're sneaking out of the back to like stop man get stop out it, of the dog. car Stop it. So and this is, all right, this is where we're eight months into the church plan. And this is what I mean, just in terms of, you know, I'm a pastor of this church and all that stuff. <laughs> and it's, yeah, I'm, I'm eight months removed from the death of my brother. And when I tell you, bro, I roll down my window, man. And I find myself, I'm cussing these mm. three, you know, yeah. teenage girls out, you know, I'm, and I'm surprised by how fluent the words come out. And I'm like, man, I ain't cussed nobody else since I was like 16. <laughs> right, what is right. this? And like, right as I get done, a spot two cars down comes mm. comes out. So I pull in and I just sit there and it's like, oh, what, what did I do? Like, I'm not okay. 
Mm. So I call Richard, I call my wife, I call Trip, I tell them all what went down. It's like, yo, I'm not okay. I'm broken. And through the course of the next year, you know, through, you know, accountability, counseling, therapy, like mm -hmm. I process and I get a name tag for what is going on inside of my heart. And it's depression and grief. And I just learned like, sure. yeah, just at that point, I felt so stuck. Like when my brother's life ended, I felt like mine did as well. But I felt like that life kept like life and the world kept moving and I felt like I was stuck. And it was actually the book of Ecclesiastes, right? That lifted wow. me up out of my grief to see somebody that came to the same conclusion I did, right? I feel like I lost it all and I'm like, yo, this world is meaningless. Mm. You, you read this book and it's somebody who had it all and he's like, yo, this is meaningless. Right, and so right. I'm like, yo, how did we have different starting points but we ended up at the same place let me see what more he has to say. And it was really this book that lifted me out of my despair. And then after it did that for me, I'm like, yo, our church has to hear it. And so mm. 2016 preached through it at our church. And, and it was just countless like story after story after story of folks that were like, yo, that book, it used <laughs> to be so depressing for me, but right. actually it helped to lift me up out of my despair. So it had been a thing that, man, I really wanted to write. I really wanted to write it. And, um, you know, we locked things down. There was a whole story in 2019 about how we locked things down. And then it was like trying to write a book, right? So, you know, you sign the contract right before the pandemic starts. And it's like, <laughs> then you come in and it's like, how do you write this? And so wrote and rewrote and found myself in despair in a pandemic. And it comes out, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, at the top of this year, and so it just felt like providentially it 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 came out at the right time, and I think it's resonating with so many people, just because like so many people have the same experience, right? Here's what I mean: my year of suffering, uh, twenty fifteen to twenty sixteen, still is unmatched in my life. Mm. And I used to, when I would share the story of all of what went on from failed adoption, broke, uh, repairing our marriage, mm -hmm. brother dying, people would look and say, yo, I've never had a, a year like that, right? It kind of felt like the iPhone when it first came out. You'd walk in <laughs> and, yo, you see, John, John's the only one that has an <laughs> iPhone. After this pandemic, everybody got an iPhone. Right, everybody right. has <laughs> A year of, sure. oh, man, I hear about your year, but let me tell you what 2020 sure. to 2022 is like. And so I feel like now that people have that, I think the book resonates because people can read. And I've just heard a bunch, a bunch of folks say, man, I didn't lose my brother, but I felt like this. Or sure. I know sure. what that feels like. And so I think yeah, people are just broken and mm -hmm. honest and wanting a little bit of hope and so yeah by god's grace i think my my book fills that need no it, it does john i think um what it helps um people with and uh, especially some of the stories um yeah the the nike store um right. story you know <clears throat> because people <clears throat> mainly preachers yep. pastors and and those that have somewhat of a platform outside yep. of their local congregation yeah um you know, it's like, you know, um, especially in my generation. Right. Right. It's like we, no, we don't, you know, we don't have, we don't have those kind of issues. Right. We just deal. Right. Yeah. You know, we just, you know, we roll with the punches. Right. Now we punch drunk. Right. And, right. and right. you know, and, and, and everybody know it but us. Right. Right. <laughs> but, we, but we rolling. Right. Yeah. We, we, we think we rope a doping, but we're not. Right. Yeah. We're getting tagged. And so, um, yeah, man, I had, a, my mom died, man. And. 2003 had a similar similar ep and i was in denial though which right. is why i love your book because it helps folks to be honest yeah um and, and to and to know some of their some of their unspoken vulnerabilities right yeah. when there's when there's a when there's a um you know a close relative yeah um, close friend yeah um that 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 dies or 
some other type of traumatic situation, a bad accident or friends that are suffering yeah. and things like that, or just pressures from life um, itself, I think yeah. is a uh, book helps folks say, yeah, man, you know, you can be honest about that. And that's probably one of the first legs of it. Yeah. And then there's hope there's, there's truth. You know, you go to, again, an obscure book of the Bible, but it's God's yeah. word and God right. is speaking to us. Absolutely. in his word and he's and he's speaking peace to us and yeah. comfort to us and Amen. guidance to us and wisdom and all of that man and and uh and then folks say you know what yeah i do have some issues right <laughs> yeah that, that i have been denying it's going to be very it's going to be unhealthy right for someone i caught a case bro after my mom died mm. i caught a case mm. yeah i jacked a dude up yeah and i'm like oh boy so now I got this case, you know, um, and of course, by God's will, it, it went away right. uh, after I stopped blaming that guy right. and blamed myself. I apologized to him and yeah. he never did. He never pursued it. Right. But um, yeah, man, I caught a case, John, because, you know, just tripping. But Those my wife told of... me. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, 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 no. Say it. Because my wife, my wife telling me the same thing. JB was telling me, hey, you tripping, dude. Right. And I'm like. Right. I'm like, I'm good. I'm right. good. Yeah. And uh, and she was sitting in the car, right? Yeah. She was like, Don't, don't go in there. Don't, right. don't. And I'm like, I'm good. She goes, No, you're not. Mm. And so I preached my mom's funeral too, right? Yeah. And she goes, That probably wasn't a good thing to do because yeah. you're trying to be strong for everybody and all this stuff. And you, and so yeah, man, it was. <clears throat> so I think the. Uh, so what were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? No, no, it was the same thing. Like people, people just are. Like we don't understand just how, just how close to the edge we are, right? Yeah. It's a we don't understand how close we are to the edge, and we don't understand how, um, how shaky the ground is beneath you when you're close to the edge. So, so when you're close to the edge, you don't have to step over. Mm -mm. The ground is so crumbly <laughs> that. It'll give out right beneath your, your yes. feet, right? right. And, and, and that's what I think folks don't get, that it's like, yeah, that's tough. It's, yeah, it is. it's hard. And the sooner that we can get to a place where we can just be honest of, about where we are, sure. um, yeah, the, the better off we'll be and yeah. the safer people that find themselves in our vicinity <laughs> will be right right bro right, right because right, you know right. and that's what that's what's really helpful man i think yeah with reading it uh the book the book um we go on i mean it 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 puts you in a place of just some real honesty yeah with yourself and uh and then the word of god ministers to mm. you so i was gonna ask you john you already answered okay. i hope folks i know y'all caught it who you hope reads the book and and yeah. why we we've, we've talked about all of that. Mm -hmm. So John, uh, one thing I like uh, another thing aesthetics now. Yep. Yeah, and I think that yeah, short book 188 I think pages something like that 190 yep. something like that. Yep. Um and short chapters. Yeah. Hey, do y'all hear that? Does everybody hear that? Do all of you soon to be authors hear that? See, the fiction writers, they understand. Right. You know, right, right. you know, John Grisham, them cats, they understand. Right. They ain't gonna stay with no chapter for 30 pages. Right. Stop that. Right. <laughs> Just break it up a little bit, man. Yeah. Folks yeah. can feel like they're accomplishing something. Yeah. You know, so they can spend you know, 30, 40 minutes with your book and read four or five chapters, right. that's encouraging. But yeah. if they spend 30, 40 minutes with your book and they've read a half a chapter, <laughs> you're discouraging that person. Right, right. <laughs> that's so true, man. So, yeah, man, aesthetically, the book is accessible. Oh. Uh, yeah, the, and, and uh, um, you know, let, let me ask you this, though. Okay. This, this is, because um, it is, because it is, cause I want to read more, man. Right. I'm like, oh, no. You ain't done yet, Doc. You right. got to keep on going. So cutting, I know most authors that I know, yeah. um, that I talk to, they have to cut some parts because oh, they yeah. want to keep it a certain. What, what, what part of the book, did you have to cut some? Let me ask that question. For you had to cut some things, and then so, what was the hardest for you to cut? Uh, all right, now, so, now we're getting that. Yeah, now we're getting that, that reel after the movie, right? Yeah. 
So the design of the plan was like, all right, yo, 35,000 words. Just say what you got to say and get out. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, I'll do that. So I outlined it, all right, 12 chapters. Um, and as I was writing, I, uh, when I got to my deadline of when I had to turn the book in, I was supposed to turn it in February 2020, and I had 40,000 words and eight of the 12 chapters done. Oh, wow. And so it was just like, oh, no, we, like, you can't write a 60,000-word book. Like, that's not what this is. So right. we had to go back and rewrite it. And this is where, you know, it's a team effort, right? So, um, you know, Daniel Peterson, my acquisitions editor, she was the one that really just kind of helped me, like, think small, simple. Mm. Uh, Steve Watts, a friend that I have that they are a new friend they brought in and me and him sat and planned and like talked so when we talk about what i cut every chapter <laughs> that you have there is my favorite parts are right okay okay gone so there are aspects of uh yeah there's so much that it's hard to even think about you know what i cut and i love ecclesiastes so much right but the you know, silver lining is that like I I've cut lots of stuff, but I haven't thrown it away. So I've got okay. um a commentary on Ecclesiastes that I'm starting to wrap up that should come out this time next year. Oh, so, you hear that folks? Did you hear that folks? Some of you are hearing it for the first time right here on the front porch. John yeah. O's commentary on Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. I am looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. So we'll do that. So I'm excited about that because for those that like want to dive in deeper, uh, then yeah, that'll be a place to do that. And again, it's a commentary that's aimed uh, really in the same vein, right? So this is not, okay. it's not going to be an academic one. Although as I've gone through sure. the book, yeah, I've read all the best ones on uh, uh, Ecclesiastes cover to cover pretty much and they were all good but I'm wanting to write stuff that is accessible right yeah, for the rest yeah. of us for most of us so it'll feel more accessible and hopefully poetic and an enjoyable read right yeah see I, I love that you know poetic Ecclesiastes fits in that in that part of the scripture where it's it's, it's yeah. considered a poetical a book in the poetry section, right. and 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 I'm glad that you uh, mentioned that your commentary is going to be the book is like that for sure. Oh, yeah, I mean, um, and your commentary will be that way because I mean, yes, it's supposed to be, you know, poetic. It's supposed to um, have a certain feel to it when right. you're reading or even when you're seeking to understand it. Yeah. And so it can't it can't be a comment it shouldn't be a comment that takes us away from that. And a lot of I, the commentaries I, do, but yeah. you have to read them. Yeah, you got to read them. And gotcha. no, not 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 I'm not I'm not spitting any shame or throwing any no shade. shade. Yeah, no yeah. shade. It's no just shade. that. Yeah. yeah, I've been preaching a long time, and I have found that the uh, expositional commentaries where guys are engaging congregations. Yeah. Um, and basically they're they're sermons that they've right. written that yeah. they've just kind of put different flavor to them for the commentary have been have been the most helpful right um you know for me in the, yeah. at this stage of my ministry mm -hmm. um because again i think we do need to know all the, the critical pieces you know all right. of those important things <laughs> yeah. but the folks out there yeah. who you're talking to they're like whatever right. you know my, my father used to always do this john i had the privilege of pastoring my dad uh, yeah. When I took my first pastorate, they came over mm. to the church where I was pastoring, and so he would sit in my, in my Bible classes, right? Mm. And my dad did this every Bible class, man. I, matter of fact, I got to waiting for him. Yeah. I'm getting done with the class. I've taught this section of Scripture. Yeah. Dad would raise his hand, mm. and he would say, what does that mean for us today? <laughs> right, 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 right. Every time, man. So he kept me thinking about the audience mm. and I just think you did that so well yeah. uh, in the book man I think you
and uh, which is really, um, you know, it's just a sweet book. Let me ask you this, John, yeah. because um, it is Ecclesiastes, and yeah. for some people, uh, Ecclesiastes has been inaccessible. Right. <laughs> right. You make it a sex, a, accessible to us. And I can't wait till the commentary comes out to even further explore your thoughts on some of those things. Yeah. Uh, what are, were there any subtle themes or details in your book that the average reader might not pick up on? Yeah. That um, you enjoy, that you enjoyed weaving in? <laughs> oh, absolutely. So yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> You know, so the first one is chapter titles, and I'm not going to give it away. Oh, but man. Don't give far, away. Don't give Ooh, I want no, to, no. but we ain't going to do it. We ain't going to do it. So thus far, <laughs> it's like a, um, in in both of the books that I've written, it's like I enjoy chapter titles and the table of contents because the first thing that folks read, and so I leave yeah. little things in there for uh, folks. So you can... <laughs> And again, these are the free pages on Amazon. So you right, can, right. Yeah. Uh, but buy the book, folks. Buy the book. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, honesty and hope, right? So those are the two things where I feel like um, throughout the book, one of the things that I'm trying to bring out is, is that concept of uh, I, I think we live in a world or our world right now is so polarized that yeah, it often yeah. leaves people feeling like they have to choose, right? Am sure. I going to be honest about the state of the world and how things are right now? Or am I going to be hopeful, right? And I think people choose and they let people box mm. them into camps and they become the guy or the girl where we know when you start to fire off tweets, like you've never got a smile. You're always going to scowl or... Right. You always smile and you don't scowl. And I feel like that our world leads us to believe honesty and hope are parallel streets that you have to mm. choose. And what I try to weave in through the book is like, no, no, listen, they are perpendicular. They intersect, mm. right? And the mm. dope thing about an intersection is if you stand at the intersection of a street, then you're on both streets at the same time. And so mm. I feel like the people that are the most honest about the world but believe in a god that runs it all then they've got to be the most hopeful and the people that are the most hopeful are those that don't have a blind hope but they're honest of sure. uh, about where things are so i try to in each chapter try to weave in that honesty and hope and like one of the sentiments or moods is that i really want people to be um you know, delightfully disappointed as they read the book, right? So it's like you read it at the end, it's like, oh, money's not going to be what I thought it was. You know, sex ain't what I thought it was. Oh, so you mean that I can work hard and not get what I worked for? Like, I want people to get that, but I also want them to, to see like, oh, but that's actually freeing because now I don't have to beat myself up as if I was the sole determiner of the destiny or the fate that I have right now. I can mm, have hope mm. and just know that, you know, some things are not just going to fall your way regardless of how hard you work. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, man, I think, I think that's one of the things that I, that I sense and I felt because you go through life depending on yourself. Right. Only. Right. Yeah. That's honest, in all honesty, that's kind of hopeless doc. Right. right? You know, because you know how jacked up you are, right? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, man, really? It's right. got to be something. Mm. And in our case, it's someone. Right. Who we Absolutely. know that's, that, that's, uh, that's sovereignly leading and guiding yeah. in and through all of our foolishness. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, and that, yeah, man, I, wow. I just, I just know, there, there, John, there are very few books that I read twice. Oh, very few yeah. um, books. This this one would be read. This would be read way more than twice. Yeah. Um, because Thank it's you. just it's just that rich and so helpful, so timely, so relevant. Yeah. And I think that's why I can I kind of ask you earlier about uh, why now and you 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 shared with us, you know, that going through the pandemic, yeah. of course, um, 
the still recent death of your brother, yeah. but then the pandemic thing and all that stuff that we, nobody anticipated yeah. could expect. I mean, shoot, you and I were together um, in New York, man, and in 2021. Yeah, man, we weren't thinking Planning about no pandemic. Everything that we was yeah, going to do, man. Think about that, no yeah. pandemic. <laughs> right, you know, we right. like, what's a pandemic? Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, what? And so, yeah, man, uh, you just, you know, yeah, it was just a, just, and, and, and perhaps, that too, folks, um, is, is another reason why this book is so uh, helpful and necessary for you, because we all, all of us have gone through this and, and all of us need a, a good word, a good word from the Lord. And, and I think our brother has provided that for us. And as a bonus to all you coffee drinkers, there we go. You got to just read it. I'm not going to give all that, a, yeah, but there's a chapter where he gets with the coffee thing. That's just, you know, I had to you know what I did. I'm telling you what I did though, John, what? because um, I drink my coffee black. Right. Got to. Right. But I drink a little sweetener in mine. All right. Right. All right. All right. So I'm like, and, and, and I've drunk, I, I've had my coffee without sweetener. Mm -hmm. Right. And, uh, but I didn't think about it like that. Right. I think about. And I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say what it is, but they got right. to read that piece. That's not in the table. That's not in the freebie with Amazon. Right. right. That, yeah. That's not. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I want not. you to know, I went and made me a cup of coffee. Uh, pour over. Yeah, love it. I did a pour over. Got right. And I just sipped it. Yeah. And 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 I dealt with what you were sharing in the in the mm. book, folks. Hope that hope that's enough to 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 spark your interest even more. Man. But it's, it was good. It was great. Yeah. It was one of my favorite illustrations, man, of, oh, of all time. Man. Thank you, man. <laughs> Thank you, Lou. Hey, man, listen, let me ask you this quick question. I'm going to let you go. I'll talk to you all day. <laughs> what, what is the best um, writing advice you've ever gotten, John? Because some yeah. people, some folks are out there, they want to write, and, I, and, and that's cool. And I'm, and I, I'm, I'm encouraged and, uh, by the when – I, when I first came into ministry, John – uh, there were some um, people of color who right. were writing, but they were, man, they were, I mean, few and far in between. Right. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not, there's, there wasn't, um, shoot, man, Tony Evans hadn't even finished um, DTS during right. that time. Mm. So you, I mean, and, and of course, he's been one of the, probably written more than most right. African-American uh, preachers, yeah. Christians, whatever. And so they were, they were just slim pickings, man. Right. By God's grace, man, he's 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 changing that, and Absolutely. there are so many um, um, good um, good books yeah. by brothers and sisters, uh, people of color out there. That mm -hmm. uh, and I'm encouraged. I really am encouraged, which is Absolutely. one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast. All booked up. This is I the third installation of All Booked Up. I love it. Um, and um, you know, so people are some expire some aspiring writers out there, yeah. John. So what what what's best writing advice you've ever received? All right, there's a couple of okay. uh, pieces piece of advice that I'll give. Um, you can make a bad page better, but you can't do anything with a blank page, right? So wow. it's like, yeah. right? The, 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 <laughs> you can always make a bad page better. You got to get words on the page. Um, <laughs> but you can't do anything with a blank page, right? So mm. the main thing is one, just write. Um, two, I'd say read. And regardless of what genre you wanna write, read fiction, right? There's a reason why, especially in the Christian space, so much of the writing is um, uh, not, not just inaccessible, but uh, unpleasant to read. Mm. And it's just because it's like it people are used to reading, uh, you know, propositional truths as propositions. And so mm. they just write propositions on proposition on proposition. And man, reading fiction is just being reminded that the imagination is a thing that when people are reading that they're imagining the things that you say and the more that you read fiction the more that you realize that oh like work like words aren't just powerful but words are meant to be beautiful they're meant to help mm. us see and so my main thing is read lots of fiction start writing and don't be sensitive about your writing you, you just 
know, right? Just know mm. that learning necessitates failure. So just know that mm. you're not going to be good. And <laughs> surround yourself with people that tell you, yo, this ain't good. Because then they can say, <laughs> this is how you make it better, right? right the right. best writers are those who have heard a thousand times, yo, this ain't good. Make it better. Uh, the worst writers are those that are like, yo, Nobody ever told me that it was bad, and it's a uh, mm. how well, you got a bunch of people that are lying to you. So. Yeah, or maybe yeah. you're not listening to them. Right, right, they telling right. you you ain't hearing it. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, that's good, Doc. That's yeah. good, Ben. Um, yeah, blank page can't do anything with a blank page. Yeah, yeah that's that's good. And then, um, yeah, that piece about fiction, because John, I I read some fiction years ago. Yeah. Years ago, and um, and I I would just kind of even make it a point. I was being being kind of spiritual. Right. Well, you know, I don't I don't read fiction. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. you know, it's like like you know, it's like it's a badge of spiritual honor or something. Yeah. I'm sanctified. I don't read. And then um, I can't remember someone mentioned it about, you know, I think it was uh, might have been Alan Jacobs. Yeah. Uh, in his book uh, Pleasures of Reading or something like that, and he talked about the reading fiction, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know what? And you're right, John. You're right, man. It's like, yeah, you know, they take their imagination, you know, and use of words. Yeah. And uh, and then and then the good piece that you know you're supposed to be enjoying this. You're not yeah. trying to learn something. Yes. You're not trying to quote them. You just want to enjoy. You're in and you and you yeah. enter into that space, whatever they're writing on. That's your, that's a good piece of advice, yeah. man. Good yeah. stuff. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Look, Doc, you know what? Amen. I could go on and on and on. Oh, this has been you great. Know? But I'm going to save some for the Ecclesiastes commentary. I will do it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, man. But, um, man, would, um, I would love to even come back sometime and something that you're reading. Oh, that, uh, Yeah, with something just, just, just like, hey, man, I'll talk about this book out there and uh and we'll come back on this this is this little this little thing i'm doing is called all booked up man and we're just talking about books let's do it reading talking to authors talking to readers and all that kind of stuff man just to get folks back to or to to encourage people back to the to reading again more than reading twitter and and facebook and stuff like that you know absolutely sitting down with a book yeah Yeah. man john i show up i certainly appreciate uh you man and uh your ministry and uh your co-directorship of the Crete Collective. I didn't even go into all what John Owen's doing. <laughs> You're gonna have to read that someplace. It's out there, right? right. I just wanted to get to the Some book way. and things like that. I appreciate all that work, man. Your ministry yeah. there at Cornerstone and mm. and all the various hats you wear, brother. I appreciate it. Certainly, your hat as an author yeah. has been. Um, it's it's it has it has served. It has and will serve uh, the body of Christ really well, brother. Thank so you, thank man. you, brother, for joining me on the porch. Thank you. Folks, that's going to do it for this segment. And uh, as Lord wills, we'll we'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you, brother. Amen. (laughs) Thanks, bro. All right. (laughs) 